He's got heart, he's got style He's got the words, make you wanna smile He's a one and only, Jolly Roger Blues Yeah, 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 all right! Oh, hi there, me heart is this be your captain, Jolly Roger, ready to set sail across the worldwide wave with you. So, hoist the sails, lift the anchor, and prepare for voyage. It's my thrill today to be chatting with veteran British blues musician Norman Beaker. Let's hear him now with the number Let It Be Me, taken from his album The Older I Get, The Better I Was. I'll be here on the floor 
Hi Norman, thanks for giving us this time today. So I first heard you on the Alex's Corner Memorial Concert CD. Did you know Alexis? Did you work with him? The godfather of my eldest son, Alexis, wonderful man. What kind of music did your parents listen to while you were growing up? Well, my father used to play the piano accordion badly, and my mother had a few piano lessons. We mainly to uh, the radio Luxembourg programmes, you know, the, the top stuff and that. It's a really pretty normal upbringing. They encouraged us to play, but not necessarily through devices, if you know what I mean. What kind of music would you say that you really enjoyed most of all? I mean, were you, were you into blues right then, or...? No, I didn't even know what blues was at that stage. My brother who was older than me, he was into blues quite heavily. So when I was maybe 10 years old, he was 13, and he was listening to Howling Wolf and telling me all about these people. Here's Howling Wolf with Riding in the Moonlight. Baby, can you ride with Daddy tonight? Oh, baby. And uh, 
that's how I got. I mean, so then I really learned to play guitar, listening to people like the Shadows and Bert Whedon, bless him, and, you know, all sorts of people. So my brother, to get a band of his own, he was a drummer, and he said, would I like to go and along and when I started to play which was quite badly obviously at that time he said you sound really you're very bluesy so I always sounded like a blues guitar player even though I didn't even know what blues was well you sure know what it is now a mighty fine it sounds when you play it so that's uh, another number this one is when the fat lady sings
mainly at the time, there wasn't many guitarists about, so it was the shads and it, the rock and rolly kind of things. I even like, you know, Tommy Steele and people like that was the normal pop music. My brother, who was three years older than me, I say what it is, three years older, but discovered Howling Wolf and Muddy Water. He used to tap out and then go and see them at the Free Trade Hall in Manchester. Your brother's got great taste. They're both really good musicians. Let's hear Muddy Waters now with She's 19. If she wasn't a young girl, I wouldn't be arguing over, you know. Yeah, I'm so carried away with young women that I'll kill anybody by one of them. <laughs>
Waters' son, Mud Morganfield, plays some pretty fine blues himself. In fact, he comes over here to the UK quite a bit and plays with Cat & Co. What do you say, Norm, that we listen to a track of theirs now, Cat & Goat, together with Mud Morganfield in Paying My Jews? I wake up every morning with a cloud over my head My woman told me to go out and find something to do But I have no clues I don't work, I sing the blues You know I hear from my woman And I hear it on the news And that's no good It sure ain't baby, cause you know what? Working nine to five what? Down on assembly line yeah, They cutting down my shifts They say the economy's too blank That don't pay That's not right Hey baby, I've seen better days Oh boy Listen, now Well it's time to stop your blues And oh, start Progress, but uh, still it's not enough. I'm trying. Honey. You lay down all your cards, but you hold it back that jack. What? I'm no fool. I'm not holding nothing. Well, it's time to cut you loose. You're gonna let me go? Oh, 
Take a listen to him now with I'm Just a Rolling Stone. I'm just a rolling stone. 
And then he had a TV show, and he put that then as well. So by about eight or nine years old, I was sort of into, you know, musically, but not not very well. Just because you're young, you know, people love it if you if you're young playing older music. I remember saying to a newspaper once when I was fourteen, I thought he was all over. Because the cuteness had gone then. It was just down to normal guitar playing. Don't worry, Norm. You don't need cuteness to get by in the music business. Your prowess on the guitar alone will suffice as this next number two people demonstrates Yeah, 
so much to you. It's enough that we know That we're in the right place Cause we're just two people Happy to share the same space Yes, we're just two people Happy to share the same space Your Donegan, Lonnie Donegan connection then that led you to the music of Alex's Corner because I think Lonnie Donegan and Alex's were both kicking around at the same time, weren't they? Well, the, the, there was a, a rumour going round that you should always try and get Alexis in your band and then sack him because Chris Barber got him in the band and sacked him and he had a hit record. Right. Then Lonnie got him in and sacked him and he got a record. <laughs> so he was like the jinx to himself or a, a good luck charm else. Yeah, we mustn't forget the great contribution made to British blues by Chris Barber, Norm. Let's hear what John Mayer had to say about him at his 70th birthday party concert. Anyway, here's something, a bit of history that not all of you know about, but the man who first uh, brought American blues to England back in the 50s was uh, a man whose jazz band uh, was the backing for um, responsible for bringing over to our shores some of the greatest blues men in America, namely Muddy Waters, Sister Rosetta Tharp, Sonny Terry, Brownie McGee, and I'd like to bring him to the stage now for a, another little bit of a romp, Chris Barber. Yeah! Oh. 
Chris and Eric. No, I, I, didn't, I met him later than that, because I worked with Graham Bonner for a while, and, and they were all the same kind of thing, Jack Bruce and, and Alexis and, and these. So I got to know them mainly through that. But we were very close. Here's uh, Graham Bond with Strut Around. Oh, baby, do the strut around. When you played your first gig, and what memories do you have of that? <laughs> I remember a, a church in Manchester, Lade Lane Baptist Church, and we rehearsed every Thursday night with this band. And the week before we should have done it, we split up because we were getting too nervous. So we formed another band and managed to just do that. So I would be probably 13, and I remember as soon as the curtains opened, it was a usual church hall. As soon as the curtains opened, I saw the others, I thought, Oh, I'm going to be sick. And then once I started, I absolutely loved it. And I've always loved it. And it's just really. Go right. We've been all over the place with Jack Bruce, Chris Barlow, Ruby Turner, Larry Garner, you know, whoever. Because we play with a lot of people as well as in our own right. Okay, here's Norman Beaker, Chris Barlow and John Lord 
with Ain't No Big Deal. All right, let's do one of the new numbers off our new CD. This one's called Ain't No Big Deal. <laughs>
Greatest encouragement to you in your career? Jack Bruce, I would say. Oh. Jack was Jack taught me a lot without trying, really. I, I, I was playing. I, I, I always enjoyed the playing, but when I worked with Jack, you realise how intense you been playing, and he, you know he's just flat out. And I, and I did not do. You, you, you work and you give everything you've got, you know. And uh, I think so. And I, I love music, and he's a very, very generous to me. And but you know, vice versa, we've helped each other out in good and bad times. Taken from the album "Exploring the Roots of Rock, Jazz, and World Music," here is Chuck Bruce with the Pete Brown composition "Politician."
we've we've played together since the early seventies, you know, so it's, a, it's an ongoing situation. <laughs> Do you know, he's he's very meticulous. What he's, he's not all tight and and, and all that. He like, but he loves the spontaneity of working together. and excited. He really thrives on an exciting gig. You know, it, it's a uh, that's cool and whatever. But Jack loves it straight out over the edge. You know, uh, um, it's it's a great it's great being able to do the two. You know, I like both ways. Although I'm probably better at the rocky side. You know, but we we just uh, we've always hit it off being Jack. You know, it's it's a strange strange thing. Okay, so I'll let you rock it out in just a couple of minutes, Norm. But first, I'd like to thank you for the time that you've spent over the last hour just sharing your story. And I'd like to thank you as well, our listeners, because it's you that make it all worthwhile. And now, Norm, if you'd like to see us out with Standing on Shaky Ground. I'd like to do a song by a guy called uh, Delbert McClinton. And a uh, fabulous song. Kind of a little version of it, a little bit of James Brown feel to this. This one's called I'm Standing on Shaky Ground. Oh. 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 Oh.